Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. How are you today? You know, I meant to ask, hey, does anybody know an app for, like, laugh tracks and stuff like that? Um, please know an app that does laugh tracks and stuff like that. How is everyone today? Hi. Well, now I'm really upset. Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. Desi. Uh, so, Desi Doll, who has Starseed Revolution channel, please check out her channel, um, landed in Japan. And I thought she was leaving today, but she tricked me. But, Desi, you always tricked me. You don't realize it, but you don't always give me, like, all the information. And so I'm left out in the cold. And I wanted her to come on yesterday um, so I can, like, congratulate her and send her off with a big public, you know, goodbye. And so I text her, and she's like, I'm catching my plane to Japan. And I was like, what? I also, she also never really told me, although maybe that's a good thing, because I wanted to upgrade her to uh, first class if I could. Maybe that's a good thing, because I wound up really rearranging my studio and uh, sourcing new furniture. She was saying congrats, Desi. She's in Japan. She's a teacher. She had made a decision. When was it? Back in March? They bought your ticket on Friday? Are you serious? I what if you weren't really, really ready? Oh, my God. Although I have to tell you, between Desi and her mother, they have been wrapping business up, all right? You know, they didn't wait till the last minute. They knew that she was going, but then there was the visa, and it was this, and it was that, and she was kind of panicking, but not panicking. I wasn't panicking. I was like, well, it's going to come through. I just trust God in the process. You guys know who I, how I am. Debbie saying thank you, everyone. And uh, so then I figured she would say, okay, got my ticket. And I would have said, find out what the upgrade cost. Because I just, you know, when you know someone, I say, Debbie, how long has it been? Six years now? How long were you teaching in uh, in Florida? Four years. And I think I knew you two years prior to that. Right? I think so. Doesn't matter. But when you have someone that you've known for six years and you watch them, like, I think by the time, yes, you've known each other for six years. Interesting enough, I know her from the internet six years. Right? I think Were you in California when I started the, the first radio show? I can't remember. In any case, she has been such a dedicated watcher of the show, right? Of the radio show. And, and supportive at the same time. Like sometimes on the radio, you get like craziness more than you do in person. You get crazy people on the radio, like crazy. And um, 
not any like I don't I don't suspect I should get crazy people anymore. I suspect I will not because I'm I'm well established now. I had moved to to Florida when you had your radio. You had already moved to Florida. Oh, okay, all right. And um, she got to you're actually very blessed because she got to Florida like in June, I think. Don't get me wrong, I can't really remember this. And she had a job in Florida by um, September or August or whenever. What I've watched about Desi, though, in comparison to other people that she has, you know, informed me about, Desi did her due diligence, meaning if she had a certificate that as a teacher she needed to get, she got it. If she had this thing that she needed to get as a teacher, got it. She just kept doing the right thing, not knowing that any of this, and she did it early. You know what I mean? She was like, first two years, got all her credentials that she needed as a teacher. Not knowing that she was going to be an international teacher. Desi Dahl, Sabrina, congratulations on this accomplishment. God bless you're dedicated your life to service. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure I don't have to read it right now. How may I help you? Um, and so, you know, you just watch people and you think to yourself, you like, ah, just, you're dedicated. <laughs> I am the least dedicated person you will find. And I'd be like, ah, oh, Good. <laughs> and I have other uh, clients that are teachers that are considering going overseas. And because of Desi, I use her as an example. And I'm like, you have all your credentials. And they're like, no. And I'm like, why? How long have you been a teacher? I've been a teacher for seven years. Why? You not have all your credentials. Get it out the way. Spend this next year getting whatever you need out the way so that you could move forward if you want to. But don't let you stop you. Oh, uh, MM saying, Desi, she loved your vid. This made my day. Teachaway.com. Teachaway.com is the website that Desi, thank you, Desi, because I do have people that. Teachaway.com is a website that Desi used to get to Japan. Now, she was uh, offered a job by people in Dubai and people in Japan. She had an affinity to Japan because her dad was in the military. And she actually lived in Japan with her mommy and her daddy and her brother. So she wanted to go back to that familiar place. Yeah, pretty dog goes, wow, look at the love in this room. We are very loving people. We're healing off people. Metaphysical people are a little loosey, but we are loving. Teachaway.com, people. I, too, am an educator and administrator. I admire your courage. To go abroad and teach. Sabrina, that's right. Your your last name is E.D. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You got to do it. Sabrina, you're the one with the daddy, though, right? 
and my I like to make sure the names match because they know they do, but just in case. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Sabrina, let me tell you something. What you are doing with your daddy brings you. I take care of my dad, and I get it. I get it. I get what you're doing. That, too, is a service. So my dad is sick right now, and he, what do you call it? You call them daddy something, you know, when she told her daddy something. All this love wants my heart. I know. We're such loving people. <laughs> Not crazy, but loving people. Way to go, Desi doll. You are awesome. That's Carol, and Carol is a speech therapist, and Carol's amazing, amazing. You're making me cry. Daddy Chronicles. That's so cute. I love the title, Daddy Chronicles. I love it. Love it. All right. I am having silly moments today because I can. Just because I want to. All right. So I'm just going to have a brief talk about. I like to call me some landlines, uh, everyone. I don't necessarily return phone calls from landlines. I know, right, Desi? Desi, uh, Sabrina, Desi Dog says, Daddy Conical sounds so cute. Aww. Oh, sorry, wrong Carol. <laughs> sorry, Carol. I have a master's. Oh, a master's in IT. I'm sorry, Carol. <laughs> but a master's in IT. Wow. Wow. Laugh out loud. No problem. <laughs> sorry. All right. So before we get started, there was, oh, there's somebody on. Um, to call in for your personal reading, um, uh, call in the number 914-205-5699, 914-205-5699. If you already had a reading, I won't repeat the reading. You can trust and believe. I don't even care if there's nobody online. I will not repeat reading. We have to save and reserve space for others. I was going to read something, but now I'm kind of over it. I was going to read something, but I get over things really fast. All right, let's see. I won't find it anyway. Oh. I said, if I find it, I'll read it. If I don't find it, say I'll read Okay, so there's an article here about a growing number of uh, black women leaving the church for witchcraft. All right? So let's change some of the wording. I'm not a fan of witchcraft. That's a really, really word that doesn't identify you, right? And I used to work from a store that was very witchcrafty. 
And I said to God, I said, why am I here of all places, right? I know I'm a psychic, but they were much more rich classy, right? And I said, well, God, why am I here? And God said, sit down and do your job. Because they gave us each a room for the public to come in and do our reading. And I said, hmm, no. No, God. I need better than that. I need an answer, God. Why am I here? Because they, before they went to, they believed in deities and the God of this and the God of that. And I was like, why am I here? And God said, sit down and shut up. I was like, okay, clearly you don't want to answer this question. So I'm just going to go to my office. God had another purpose. Thank you, Sabrina. I said, I'm going to go to my office. I'm going to close my door. And I'm going to pretend like I'm not a part of this. I'm going to go into the store that believes in deities and the God of this and the goddess of that. And I'm going to act like... It's not me. So what did I do? I made my room. Everybody called my room the Jesus room because it had crosses and pictures of Jesus. Because <laughs> I was determined not to be like the store had just entered. Right? And I said to God, after a time of being there, why am I here? And God said, just do your job. And I thought, all right, I'm just going to do my job. Clearly, God does not want me to answer, doesn't want to answer this question for me. And so I did my job, did my reading, found my space, found my YouTube life, all right, in this store. You don't know what God has for you. You don't know the, the places that God you, for you to find yourself. I found my YouTube life in that store. All right? So now I'm of gratitude because I had a private space, closed door. That's because nobody knew what I was doing. I had so much time on my hands because I went from zero clients to one client. <laughs> And I went from one client to maybe five in a week. And then I found my YouTube life. And God bless, I love my 23,000 subscribers. I love my 23,000 subscribers. But it took going into that store to find yourself. I was in that store for six years, people. But when you all call to complain about your life, I don't know where my life is going, you're right. Sometimes your life is going nowhere. Sometimes it takes six years for you to get your aha moment. Sometimes it takes forever before God says, you are done. You can now work from another destination. You're done. Thank you. Dedicated service to others. Desi. 
you, me. Thank you for just listening. Yes, Jason and I came from the same floor. Thank you for just listening to the God's voice inside of you. Thank you for not complaining. Thank you for just doing your due diligence. I found you guys in a store full of people that did rituals, put on black coats, believed in deities, believed in the God of this, the God of that, the God of this, the God of that, the God of this, the God of this. And here's what else I also did. I took classes because something about them was me. What is that? What was it about them that was me? Right? As I'm shunning them, I had to conform to something in their lifestyle that God put me there for a reason. And why does God put me there? It turns out that African culture is full of gods and goddesses and ideologies that once we became slaves, they made us forget. And I don't want to forget anymore. Like even that's bringing me to tears. Other people have been so far advanced in finding their African encampment. And I'm so delayed, I feel like. But I'm here. This is me. This is who I am. And I'm so happy to have finally found the African inside of me. So when I get some of you people that want to say to me, that's not of God and you're of the devil and blah, 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 I'm going to say to you, okay, <laughs> I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting you. I'm not fighting your mama. I'm happy. Go at your own pace. I love that. I just I just know people that have just stepped into their truth. That um, and you look at people and you're like, I want to be that, but you don't know what that is inside of you. And I guess what that is inside of me is my candle magic, my earth, my life, my lifestyle, like. Yeah, I'm in my African enchantment. So we're not calling it witchcraft anymore. Keep calling. We're going to call it what it is, African enchantment. That's who we are. That's where we came from. That's where we're going back home to. And if we can't literally get back home, we're going to bring home inside of us. All right. We did all of that. I'm from South Africa and the Caribbean. We don't practice, practice Christianity, but I love your spirit. Oh, yes, God is with you, Tracy. Yeah, and I'm allowed to love God. I'm allowed to love Jesus. I'm allowed to um, invest in, you know, Oshun and any African spirituality. Like, we had the original mermaid. What was her name? Afara or something like that? I will do my study, people. I will learn, and I will bring it to you. <laughs> I don't want to learn with me, because I'm, I'm behind the eight ball, or 
and maybe invest in others who want to keep with me. It's all the same table of space. Yes, people need to realize that. Thank you, Debbie. It's all the same table of space. Who do they think gave them these powers? Right? Yamaya. Yamaya is the original African mermaid. All that drama off of uh, Hallie Bailey. Get out of here. Yamaya. Woo! It's so beautiful to feel the African inside of you. All right. Which is why I, uh, I sell earth kits. No shame anymore. I sell earth kits for love, money, protection. That's why I do my readings. I do my readings because I ask God if I could do this. And I call out his name every time. Will he let me do this? And he's like, yeah. That's like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> God is gay, God is a woman, God is black, God is everything, God is you, God is funny, God has a sense of humor. Stop looking at him the way the white man has said to look at him. I fear you, God. Don't fear God. Just talk to him. I talk to God every morning. I talk to all my ancestors every morning because, you know, I'm crazy. Okay. So my mom, my dad has passed away, and I talk to them every morning, especially if I have a problem with my sister, you know, I'm like, mom, handle that because I'm about to, you know, do her in. Talk to God and Jesus every single morning. And then I have other core beliefs. I have monsters that I believe in, which is the Asian culture, you know, I just, Damn, I'm, I'm more than the sum of all pieces. I'm more than that. And I invest in anything and everything that brings me peace. All right. I talk too much, and I love to talk too much, but I hope you guys don't mind. Talking is fun. Talking is fun. Right? Didn't give us a spirit of fear. He created all of us to explore. Yes, explore others. Explore our attention should be on positive, not negative. But negative comes. So when negative comes, we have to have some sense of spirituality that gets us through the negative. Right? It brings understanding. Thank you, Sarah. Hi, honey. Hi, Sue. All right, let's breathe. Take a moment to breathe. Close your eyes. Breathe through your mouth. Wait, no, no. Okay, hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's not over. Breathe through your nose. Now, let me hear your breath. Breathe through your nose. Out through your mouth. Breathe your nose, out your mouth, out your nose. All right, you guys feel better? 
let's take a reading on here. Let's do a reading. Let's see who needs a reading done. Thank you all for just being you, embracing your African enchantment. Talk to your people. Talk to your people. Let's get a book started of African self. Let's get a universal book of African self. That would be fun. Right? Okay. All right. Tracy, block Nadia on YouTube. You don't have admin. Nadia, what is she saying? Nadia, what are you saying? What is she saying? Is she being evil? Love you and have a blessed day. Love you, Patsy. That would be amazing, right, Carol? Yes, let's have a universal book of African spells. So talk to your grandmas and your grandpas, especially the ones that are ready to cloak. Like, talk to them before they go over to the other side. She's a racist. Oh. You guys know I'm not going to listen. I, I have a different look on how I feel about people that are racist. If she's on here, she wants it. You guys get that? If she's here, she's looking for change. So if I block her, you need some mods for the crazy on YouTube. I don't know, Debbie. I kind of like the crazy. They're, they're okay with me, even if they're racist. I'm telling you, if she's here, she wants <laughs> somebody already blocked her. It's terrible. It's terrible, people. Leave the races alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> they will find their Christ Jesus. Trust me. They will find that new table, but I'm going to dye it. It's not going to stay this color. It has to go. It has to go lighter. All right. Uh. All right. Too much animation today. All right. Eight two, you are on the line. Hello, Miss Tracy. Can you hear me? I can. Six eight two. How are you? Oh, I'm so happy. I am so grateful that I am getting this reading from you. I love your channel. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> Oh, okay. So before we start, um, email me for your own personal reading at okay. Tracy Brown Live at 
Gmail. Tracy Brown Live at Gmail. So, how are you doing? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm wonderful. I, you know, I'm, I'm just tipping Millie here. So, <laughs> I don't know how to be anything other than wonderful. I hear you on that, if, yes. If I'm not wonderful, I will go to sleep. That's how I handle not being wonderful. So what's going on? How can I help you? Um, I would just like to get some advice career-wise. Um, just what is it that you see, your opinions, finances, you know, the usual. <laughs> well, the usual you pay for. So this is free, and we're going to focus. Okay. Give me something. So um, you said focus is career? What's the question on career? Okay. Um, oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> um, I guess how long will it be before? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. How long will it be before? Um, I guess before I'm consistent in my career, recognized in my career. Um, yeah. Is that specific? Okay. Yeah, just hope you're gonna get. What's your career? Um, um, I am a entertainer. Oh, oh, well, yeah. I mean, one, two, three, four, five. It's a good question then. If you're an entertainer, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's a very good okay. question because you can measure that. You know what I mean? Like okay. there's a measurement in Yes, it's. It's consistent, it's it's good, but it's I feel like I've been doing it for a while and I'm ready to to go to the next level. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. I get it. All right. Uh do you want to give your name? You don't have to. I can just say six eight two. Okay, I'll stick with six eight two, please. <laughs> Please, God, talk to me. Talk to me about the number that belongs, the, the person behind the number 682. Please allow me to see anything and everything that you would like for me to see, Father God. 682 is your child, your love, is your beloved. Please authorize me to see and say what you would like for me to say. I love you, God. I love you. In your name, Mike. Amen. Amen. All right. The first thing I'm getting is lying. Lying. You have to leave where you're at even if you don't want to. Okay. There's something about... There's something about some adamancy as saying where you're at is the answer to growth. It's not. Okay. But you are stuck in that belief. You kind of know you shouldn't be there. You kind of know it. Um, 
uh, the wheels will turn better if you don't stay where you're at. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of confidence in, in making that overall decision. There's a lot of conflict, like not a little, like a lot. Um, you might want to fight to get out and get somewhere um, that's better for you. Okay. It's slow moving. It's a little, it's slow moving. It's a little confusing. And the choices are so numerous that you get so confused that you just stay stuck again. Or something, you get hired for something and you're in that area and you just stay stuck again. Right? Mm-hmm. Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Texas and I did relocate to Atlanta, Georgia. I tried to go to Los Angeles first. Yeah. 6A2 is the Atlanta area code? No, it's Texas. Texas. I kept my yeah. number. Yeah. Um. Uh. Atlanta is not the place for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to see that more and more. You're going to feel it more and more. Not the place for you. My prayer is that maybe a job will bring you to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. For you that you could really do this. That's my prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That you're like being a little that's stubborn, but like you made all this effort to go to Atlanta, and now, um, like I'm just gonna make it work because I came here for like, it's, and it may not work out to your favor. Oh, okay. The wheels I can are understand still you. turning. Yeah, the wheels are still turning, and they're turning for you to get to L.A. Well, I'm ready to roll. I've been praying and asking to move and for the resources, so I'm very open to leaving and moving. All right. All right. Um. What do you do for a living? Entertainment. I'm an actor. Right. But if you move, you won't necessarily be an actor. You will need a job for survival. Well, since I moved to Atlanta, I have been fortunate enough to have acting as my uh, career that is my survival. Yes. Hmm. Uh, you know, you're in a catch-22, right? So we want to be really careful as to what the universe is saying to you. And I have to be careful as to what I think I'm hearing from the universe, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would think you've reached your pinnacle. That's what I would think. 
I would think that if you're at the level that you don't have to hold down a nine to five to pay your bills, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're just plateau. You're there. Okay. Okay. Like, what stick are you measuring? I think it's It's more of. Oh, sorry. Okay. This is I know the acting business, and not too many people in acting can say that. Most people are still living out of their cars. Yes, ma'am. That's correct. Yes, ma'am. You know, most people are nighttime job so that they could be available, you know, any time of the day. But you can stay home and pay your bills. Let's be really yes, careful who are very, very blessed. I'm about to cry. I just feel so bad. <laughs> so ungrateful right now. Oh, don't be ungrateful. You know, sometimes you just need somebody to point it out, you know, yes, don't be ungrateful because it's okay. Like I just know the entertainment business, and if you can get to the level where you can stay home, that is beautiful. Yes. So yes, I'm going to tell you, make the change when you need to. Okay. Don't be so quick. Change. Make the change when you need to. It looks to me like there might be a reason for you to come out here. Because I'm in Los Angeles. Might be a reason for you to come out here. You make sure mm-hmm. that reason is a job. Okay. Don't just come out here. If a job brings you okay. out here, that's half the battle. All right? Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. I just, I feel so bad now, just like I've been ungrateful because you're absolutely right. It is a blessing to be able to be at home and and acting, actually taking care of me. So you're absolutely correct. I just, I guess I was measuring it with, you know, the stardom, the popularity, the the consistent checks, but you're absolutely right. Like I'm, I'm able to do this. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, the measuring stick is, uh no. Most of those people ain't happy anyway, so you don't want to measure your stick against no one else. Have you seen, you know, the online crap that goes on with successful entertainers? They are messed up. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Thank you. I'm sorry, say it again. Any children? No, ma'am. I'm single. I don't have any children. Okay, how old are you? I don't want to, well, I guess you don't know my name, so I'm 36. <laughs> All right. I mean, you can always say. I'll be 37 next month. 37. Do you want children? I'm open to it. I'm open to having children. Um, I would like to have a family. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was asking. So I feel like one of your next jobs is going to be a female ensemble. 
mostly female ensemble. Let's just say it that way. Okay. Okay. All right. I get a water, fire, let me show everybody the card. Water, fire, air sign woman. What's your sign? I'm a Leo. When's your birthday? August 19th. <laughs> birthday, Leo. You just made it. Thank you. Happy birthday to you too, Miss Tracy. Yeah. Um, I feel like whatever you're going to do next um, is, is, oh, yeah, it involves a lot of women. And it could mean doing it somewhere else. I don't know if it's going to be Los Angeles, but it's definitely going to be someplace else. Okay. I'm open. All right. Yeah. It's from that someplace else that you will get heard. You're definitely going to have a family, and you're definitely going to have a little boy. Okay. But I'm warning you, this little boy is of a different world. I feel like he will come out kicking and screaming and spicy and strong and whatever, you know, I don't know, there's just something extra about him. Finally 
miracles. <laughs> I don't look miracles. I'm very nurturing. Sometimes I yell at you. Get over yourself. Um, oh, you know what? I should ask the girl if I, if I could read um, a letter that she wrote. Right. Um, one of the girls that is so funny, she wrote a letter. I should ask her if I could, if I could read it out loud and read her name out. But in any case, the synopsis is, I told her something, and it came true. But it didn't come true the way she expected. And I've had this with a lot of you. I've had this. When I, when I say to you, you're going to get pregnant, you're going to get pregnant, and most of you say to me, I'm not having sex with all Spirit doesn't look at your immediate state. Spirit doesn't look at your mindset. Spirit already sees what's coming in. I'm getting what spirit sees what's coming in. Because I'm human, they try to give me the information the best way they can, and then I have to interpret it. So imagine the convoluted stories that come in by the time I push it out, right? But it gets to the point where I've learned I just have to listen to spirit, even if you're not having sex. Like you're like, no, thank you. I've not sex in years. And I'm like, oh, well, why would spirit show me a pregnancy? In any case, um, bingo, bingo, there was a pregnancy. And the girl got mad at me, although I didn't know it. She was writing me. She's like, I'm so mad at you because I said you put it inside of me. You made this happen. And I was looking at this, and I was like, yeah, that's the way to not take ownership and responsibility blame others, right? As I'm just reading this, and I was like, this is very typical. This is what humans do. So I was forgiving her, and I was like, no, I get it. This is what humans do. And in the end, she started out by saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. She ended up saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Basically saying, I didn't believe in you. I didn't believe in your gift. I even blamed you when something came about. And lo and behold, I realized it was me. <laughs> I know, pretty doll baby. I was like, oh my God, uh, this is a lot to handle. <laughs> oh, Nadia. Oh, hello, honey. Y'all didn't block her. She's still, she's still there. Let us say, I really don't care. Nadia is probably black. But let her stay. I know, Carol. I know. I, I get you. I got you. I got you. I was like, you know. <laughs> I need to turn this off. I was like, oh my God. But in the end, it was I was more grateful that she received her aha through her experience. She could have spent the rest of her life doing that, yeah. But she got her aha moment. So I'm, I'm grateful when all is said and done. Why would someone get mad at you for that? People do. <laughs> you have no idea what I go through. You guys have no idea how hard this job is. 
and how still I have to stay when when people get mad at me. <laughs> it's all right. I'm okay with it. Just take the message, people, as a blessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I decided maybe I needed to change the way I did my reading. I like to interact, and I'm thinking I'm not going to interact with people anymore. I'm just going to give the message, let it land on the table. You could pick up the pieces that you want, but no more interaction. Because I get, I get defensiveness. I get people that don't want to listen. I get people, especially when it comes to, to men, especially when it comes to men, I, I get women that don't want to listen. And there's so many components to the reading that spirit is showing me that you know, like, he doesn't text enough. He treats you badly. He calls you a bitch. He comes home whenever he feels like it. Doesn't contribute to the bills. Barely works. Just got out of prison. Um, has another woman. Is married. Um is honest, is honest, you know, yes, I'm, I'm not ready to be in a committed relationship. When someone tells you to your face, I'm not ready for a committed relationship, shut it down. Thank you, Carol. When someone tells you, I'm not ready to commit. And when I mean commit, I mean he doesn't want to be boyfriend-girlfriend. Thank you, pretty doll. Shut it down. Walk away. Save yourself early. Don't be so enthusiastic over a man that tells you he doesn't want to commit. Because in the end, he won't commit to you. And then you all will be calling psychic, trying to figure out why he's not committing to you. And there's nothing a psychic could do. All right? We're not God. All we can tell you is he's not going to commit. Right. Thank you, Desi. Don't try and figure out what it means. He was very clear. He was very honest. He said, I'm not ready to commit. Guess what? He means it. So walk away. Walk away early. So the other thing, which we're going to talk about next week, we're going to talk about sex magic next week. Women don't have sex magic in them. Men do. And you guys are so busy wanting sex. But there's power in that action, pulling in. There's power in that. That when you lay down, you turn to mud. You allow the power to be taken from you. Men have sex magic. Women don't. 
and the magic is for us. That's a him problem. Yes. All right. I'm over my lecture. You see. Okay. Next reading, we have plenty of time. 646, you're on the line. Hello. Hi, 646. Hi, Tracy. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. Um, Well, um, I have a meeting with my family later, and my family has been a bit toxic, so I've removed myself from them. But my little sister recently just had her baby, so my whole family's in town, and they're kind of bugging me to see them. And I want to just know, like, is it really a good idea to, like, open up that door again, or should I just keep it closed? Okay, so where are you located? I live in North Carolina. Where's your family? Um, Well, my mom's side of the family lives about 30 minutes away in a different city. But um, my brother, he lives in the Midwest. My little sister lives with my mom, and I have some relatives that live in Florida that came down in, in New York. Which is the family that is asking you to come visit? Where are they located? Um, my brother, the one that lives in the Midwest. And they want you to come to the Midwest? No, he wants me to come to my mom's house, which is like 30 minutes away to come see the baby and his kids and stuff like that, because I haven't seen anybody in almost two years. How's your mental health since you haven't seen it? Um, it's gotten better. I will say I I do feel like a bit lonely some days, but I would rather that than deal with the manipulation and stuff that's the way that my mom makes me feel usually. Yeah, I'm a big fan of mental health. Yeah. And I, I've gotten a, a bit, um, I don't want to say, I've gotten stronger in my faith and such with um, being distant from them and I just feel like it's a better it's a better situation for me. And I admire yeah. what you said about how you do your son with your um how you did your son with your family and how like you would go to functions but leave your son out of it, like that type of thing. I was thinking about maybe going that route too. Yeah. So that's just how I mean, my family. Yeah. I'm I mean it's just mental mental health is peace of mind. People use words to get inside of you, you know, to get a reaction to make you feel a certain type of way. They might, you know, say something in a joke, but it's really to get inside of you, for the memory to stay inside of you. And so 
I'm not a fan of that language. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't co-sign with derogatory statements, hurtful words, jokes that are not funny. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to get used to it because that's the family that I came from. I don't like it. And mm-hmm. even now, like, my son and his wife and I, we laugh at scenarios, not at each other. We don't call each other names. We don't put each other down, right? Mm-hmm. Right. We laugh at the scenario of the situation, all right? And, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Why do we have to call six area code? That's New York. Oh, I'm from New York. <laughs> I just, I have to keep a little piece of home with me. <laughs> oh, of course. And then maybe that's your problem. It's just a New York thing. I feel like New Yorkers are just horrible native New Yorkers, not people that transplant. I'm not talking about you people. We're talking about people whose generation after generation came from New York. Right. That's a rough ride. <laughs> People don't understand, especially certain counties like Brooklyn or the Bronx. It's rough. Yeah. It's very tough out there, but I had to relocate. (laughs) Pricey. 646, where did you grow up? Oh, I grew up in um, North Carolina half my life. Oh, but in the where did you grow up? Island. <laughs> You're breaking up. Where did you grow up? In in Staten Island. Staten Island. Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a girl after my own heart. I'm from Staten Island. <laughs> oh, you are. Oh. I think you've said that before. Yes. It a the most boring borough ever is from Staten Island. <laughs> Boring. There's nothing there. That's the best thing that now and has is the very rock. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I think now they got to get out of there. Please talk to me about 646. Please allow me to see anything and everything that you would like for me to see, Father God. 646 has some concerns. Please help me to help her get an answer. I love you.
I am getting the two of swords, which is you just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's inside your head. This position number seven is in my head. Jesus Christ, I am getting the three of cups. So there just will be some camaraderie. I am getting the tower. And my hopes and fears <clears throat> next to my yes card. Any children involved? Um, well, my sister just had a, a baby maybe a few days ago, and my brother has two babies. He has two kids under the age of three, and he does. He has been asking me to see the kids. Like that's how he's been crying me to see him. It's like I want you to see my kids. I want you to see my kids type thing. Um, you don't have any children. No, ma'am, not yet. Not yet. Um, uh, and your brother's visiting. Am I correct? Um, we're we're like Irish twins. He's thirteen months younger than me. <laughs> but is he visiting? Is he visiting your mom's oh, house? Oh, he's visiting. Yes, ma'am, he's visiting my mom's house. Um, okay, here's what I'm getting more than anything. I feel like there needs to be a visit. Mm-hmm. I really do. I feel like you're still in an unknown place of existence. I feel like there's some guilt here, right? Um, I feel like you want to see your family. I think you do. But I also think there's some internal guilt about staying away from them. I think you need one last hurrah with your family. I think you need to see why you stayed away. Mm. I think you need to personalize it. I think you're going to see that your feelings will get hurt. Something's going to come through. Your feelings will get hurt. People are going to say something to you. You're going to be defensive. And then you're going to be like, oh, that's a familiar energy. This normally is a good card, but it's in your past position. I do. And then I get a resounding yes. I think, yeah, I think you need to go. And I think you need to visit your family because you're not learning your lesson. Mm. You know. I read something on Facebook today, and I always wonder why God is showing me things. And I read something on Facebook today where it was like the, the, song, the, the poem Footsteps, right? Where, where God goes, where the guy goes, I thought you said you always, you always be with me, God. And he's like, dude, that time you saw one set of footprints, that was me carrying you, Right? So I saw something mm-hmm. today that was like, that's the one set of footprints where I carried you. And, and God goes, you see that groove, that deep groove? That's where I had to drag you kicking and screaming. <laughs> Basically, you didn't learn your lesson. I got it for love. I was like, oh, I understand that because... People tend to go back to the same person over and over, expecting God to fix it. When God mm-hmm. took the person away from you, 
right? Right. I think that in your young age, how old are you? Um, I'll be 25. I think in your young age, you need a a, a last hurrah. Hmm. I think you need to see one more time. Why you pulled away from me. I think somebody there is going to be on the attack. I think you have a sensitive soul, and I think you get beat down a lot. I think once you realize that the investment in particular people can never be invested again, I think that's when you'll have children. Mm. I do. Wow. Wow. I think you're both down defensive and prepared to have a smart answer back to someone or I don't know. I get you and your mom are the biggest problem. I don't know if it's your sister, too, but I think your sister can join your mom because your sister is dependent upon your mom. She's not her own. She's not going to go against her mom. And she might even show support for her mom because that's her way of manipulating her mom in the future. I think for all intents and purposes, it might start out like a big hurrah. It won't end well. Funny thing is, I don't see your brother in this. So he's making you come into an environment that he's not going to stick up to you with. Mm. He's going to be neutral and not deal with all this feminine energy. Is that who he is? My brother, he's really hard to read most times because... but he's usually just wanting uh, wanting to keep the peace around everybody. And if he can't keep the peace, then he'll just remove himself from the situation. Yeah, but he's asking The men in my family are very passive. <laughs> I'm sorry? Well, he's asking to come into a situation, and when all is said and done, is he going to have your back? I was very I blessed. Think. I had one brother, passive and two-faced I had another brother that when shit was not right, he would say something. He would be like, that's not going to happen to her, meaning me. Or if I went to complain to him, I was like, didn't I say I would do the cooking? Thanksgiving dinner. I thought I was treating my mom by cooking. She decides to cook 4 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And because I heard her cooking, I was like, I'm out. You you gonna cook? I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. I purposely did not get up till ten o'clock. 
One thing I can do is sleep and I can sleep through noise. She had already had dinner prepared. Wow. That's a true need. And I went to my brother. (laughs) And I went to my brother who is, like, you know when you have family, you don't talk complete English. And I was like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, why is she in the kitchen? And he was like, you said you got this. You said you got this. I was like, thank you. What the hell is she doing in the motherfucking kitchen? <laughs> it got so bad because now I'm determined to match her in the kitchen, but two women can't be in the kitchen. I realized that. Right. And I what I was cutting up, but I was determined to at least put something. And my mom was fussing around me. You didn't get up early enough, fussing at what I was doing. Blah, 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 blah. And I was cutting up something, and I swear to God, I was cutting it like this. I was like, I hear you. Like, I was like, oh, this knife is going to go someplace else if you don't get away from me. Of course, I didn't say that out loud. But the way I was cutting up, <laughs> I was like, mm, mm, mm. in any case. You're going to get a last lesson. I'm getting a resounding yes, but I'm getting it conditioned. I'm only getting it because I think you need this lesson. I think you're going to, I think you need another round of disparity and insults and innuendos and snarky remarks. And I think you need to go down there defensive and ready to prepare to say something smart. You say something smart, it's going to be a huge fight. I think if your brother can make it that far to your mother's house, he can drive to your house only 30 minutes away. Did you say you live 30 minutes away? Yes, ma'am. He can drive 30 minutes. He can come see you. Your sister can come see you if she wants. Mm-hmm. You get the sister? Hmm? You get along with Pardon. your sister? Um, she's, um, she's sided with my mom, so I haven't spoken to her since we had a blowout, like, in February or something of that. Girl. I said that she she is gonna side with her mom because she's not her own woman. She's not paying mm-hmm. bills like a grown ass woman. She is gonna side mm-hmm. with her mom, and if that means pointing out how terrible and ugly you are to the mom, so that the sister could manipulate the mom to never look at her and see that she is not paying rent, that is terrible. So. I'm going to conclude it like this. I need to ask you seriously if you really need to learn another lesson. No, I don't need another lesson. <laughs> I think I've gone through it enough. <laughs> Do it. Do it. But part of this reading is to understand it might be a lifetime. Be at mm-hmm. peace. Be at peace at what this looks like. Be at peace. Know that God is with you. 
There's no such thing as loneliness and you have peace of mind. Mm. All right, honey, let me back here. Email me for your own personal reading at com. You're welcome. Thank you. Love you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Love you too. Happy birthday, New Yorker, Staten Island. Tracy Brown Live. Tracy Brown Live at Gmail. Tracy Brown Live at Gmail. Email me for your own personal reading. Yes, yes, I'm that good. Yes, so, so I brag, so. <laughs> Love you all. Bye.